0: I'm <laughs> Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for December 5th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Greater Is Coming. I want you to know that maybe you're new to this series. This is actually part 80 today. So we've been studying this thing for months, but maybe this is your first time hearing a message in this series, I want you to know that greater is coming, that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world, and that as you walk with him, and as, first of all, accept his son Jesus as Lord, he will fill you with his spirit, and the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal to you the things that were concealed from you, but prepared for you from the foundations of the world, so that you can become the man, the woman that God called you to be for such a time as this, so that you can leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. Greater is coming For you. So, this is part 80 of the series. We've been studying the life of David. Let's go back to it again today. The title of today's message is Part 80 Greater is Coming. Your mindset matters. Mindset matters. Today, I'm going to talk about your mindset. How it's framed and and how important it is. You got to be able to see yourself the way that God sees you. Believe what God believes about you. So let's talk about it. In 2 Samuel chapter nine, verse eight. Yesterday we dealt with this. I'm going back to it again today. The Bible says that Mephibosheth, who was born as an heir to the throne, Mephibosheth came before the king, King David. He knelt down with his face to the ground and and when the king said hey I want to bless you and said all these things I'm going to restore the land you're going to take all your meals at my table all of this stuff that I want to do for you and then mephibosheth said why one of the one of the saddest lines in the bible he says why should you care about me I am worth no more than a dead dog now think about it like he's saying a dog that is dead laying on the ground. I am. My value is no more than a dog who's not even living anymore. That's how he saw himself. That was his mindset. Now, that was his mindset because of life. And sometimes life happens and and people don't know how to deal with what happened to them and what happened. You are not what happened to you. But if you're not careful, you can allow the things that happen to you to really just kind of frame your mindset. Um, So let's talk about it. Mephibosheth, could not bring himself to accept what King David was saying. King David wanted to be a blessing to him. King David wanted to bless him by grace. It was it had nothing to do with Mephibosheth. It was really based on Mephibosheth's father. It was a relationship that David had with Jonathan. It was a covenant relationship. And while he's there, ready to bless him, to increase him, to favor him, to provide him restoration and and reconciliation and the restitution. Like even I'm gonna I'm gonna bless you even despite all of the things that that you went through. But but he couldn't see it. Mephibosheth saw himself as a dead dog. And, and this is it, this is critical to understand the, the mindset and how important it is because sometimes God wants to do for us what David was doing for Mephibosheth. Sometimes God just wants to bless you. Why? Because God wants to bless you. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I, I didn't do nothing. To, yeah, you didn't do anything to earn it or to deserve it. I just want to do it. You know why? Because I want to do it because I'm good. I'm not blessing you because you're good. I want to bless you because I'm good. Cause I'm good. Cause I'm a good God. That's why I want to. I'm a good, good Father, and I want to bless you. And sometimes it, it, our mindset gets in the way. And so, so Mephibosheth, his mindset was getting in the way. You got to be able to see it. If you can't see it, you may never be it, right? The way that things work in the kingdom is like if you can't see it, you can't have it, because you have to see it in your heart way before you receive it in your hands. And so, remember, this series is about faith and patience. You got to receive it. Like, you got to see it. You got to see yourself walking in it way before it happens. And so, if you can't even see it, then you may never be it, right? You got to believe what God believes about you. You got to see yourself the way that God sees you. Now, thinking about this text, you're like, well, man, Rick, this is jacked up because here you have a man who was born as a prince. He was born royalty. He was born as an heir to the throne. And how did he get to this point? He was mentally disillusioned, right? He had no. Vision of any future. He was spiritually distraught. He was overall just discontent with life. Like, you know, he's living in Lodabar. You know, I mean, like, so when David is offering him redemption and restoration, he didn't know how to receive it. He was not in a position spiritually, psychologically. He was just not in a position to receive it. And sometimes, if we're not careful, God wants to bless us and we're not in a position to receive it. And if you're not careful, your mindset will either allow you to receive or or it will cause you to reject the things of God. So let's talk about it. Uh, from a mindset perspective, uh, Dr. Ivy Hilliard, I read a book by Bishop Hilliard years ago that really blessed me. Uh, it was about uh, mental toughness for success, I think the title was. But anyway, in that book, he talked about four main factors that shape our values and belief system. And I've, I've used these four main factors in my teaching for years. And so I'm going to tie what Bishop Hillier said around these four main factors um, to Mephibosheth. You ready? So let me tell you what they are. So number one, uh, he said that your social environment is important. So Mephibosheth was taken from the palace to Lodabar. And I already told you that Lodabar was a barren place, a place of of, of no vision. It it was a place where nothing was growing. So he went from a place, the, the palace, he went from a place of pleasure and plenty and prosperity, and he went, he was taken out of that environment, and placed in an environment of discomfort and lack, right, so while he was in Lodabar, no doubt he was exposed to conversations that were not the same conversations that he heard in the palace, in the the palace, he was hearing like kingdom talk, you know what I'm saying, so in the palace, he was hearing conversations of a bright future, of expansion, of victory, of, of, of moving forward, of increase, and all of that, and when he gets to Lodabar, what is he hearing? Mephibosheth is now in an environment uh, uh, of exhausted hope. He's in an environment of dead dreams, right? Now, of course, I'm speculating, but but I'm, I'm imagining Mephibosheth there in that environment where where once he was in, around people who had a bright future, who, who talked different, like who believed different, who said different, and now he's in an environment where... Where at the end of the day, they don't have a future and, and, and they talk like it. You know, I mean, you can, you can hear faith and also you can hear failure. And, and so they are talking about it. And, and, and I know like their, their future was seeming bleak. And at the end of the day, your environment, I know we don't like to say it, but you are a product of your environment. So be careful. Like my mother used to tell me, show me who you hang with and I'll tell you who you are, right? Like who you're around is critically important. But uh, matter of fact, uh Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs 13 and 20. Uh basically the principle there, Solomon says that both wisdom and foolishness can be transferred by association. So if you if you surround yourself with fools, you will become a fool. If you surround yourself with the wise, then wisdom will be transferred unto you. So your environment matters. Say amen to that. All right, number two. He talked about Credible authority figures. Now, credible authority figures. Now, in your life, you need to have some credible authority figures. In in Mephibosheth's life, it's understandable how he got to this mindset. His father Jonathan, who was a prince, and his grandfather Saul, who was a king, both of them died on the same day, and on the same day he lost his ability to walk. (laughs) Uh, So, dog. I mean, so so he he was maimed. He lost his father. He lost his grandfather all on the same day. Then he was kicked out of the palace same day. And then he was living right in Lodabar. So, so his, his connection to greatness, let me say it this way, his connection to greatness, his connection to excellence was severed at a young age. So he was five years old when all of this happened. And when you can't see any examples of excellence, when you don't have anyone around you who is worthy of emulation, it is difficult to make progress in life. You need people. Look at me. Let me say this. Let me say, Let me be very clear about what I'm about to say. You need people in your life that you can look at. And, and matter of fact, even today, it doesn't have to be like somebody you know. You can have models and mentors. You need A mentor is somebody you do know you have a relationship with, but maybe you have a model. You can have a model even on the internet, on Instagram, somebody that you can look at that you can identify with on on a certain level that is worthy of emulation, that that is going to cause you to feel inadequate and want to go higher. You know what I'm saying? So you need to be around people that make you want to do better, who who the anointing on their life, just you being around them, you're like, my God, I got to pray more. And then you got to have people in your life that you give. Look look at me. You got to have people in your life that you give license to speak into your life. You got to have people in your life that you give license. These are credible authority figures, people that you have given license to that say they can speak into my life. Not everybody's words matter, but this person's words, they matter. That person's words, they matter. You got to have credible authority figures in your life. Mephibosheth lost us at a young age, so it's understandable. You got it? All right, number three, another key to, that shapes your values and belief system, repetitious information, Right. So you will eventually believe what you consistently receive. Let me say that again. You will eventually believe what you consistently receive. And what's in you abundantly is going to have to come out of you eventually. And so your mouth is going to tell on you. I can tell what you've been listening to, what you've been thinking about by listening to what you say. It is critically important that you protect your ear gate. In Lodabar, Mephibosheth was around conversations of failure. He was around people who got kicked out of the palace. So you know what he was listening to? He was listening to conversations about, oh man, remember the good old days? Remember the good old days when we used to be in the palace? Remember the good old days when Saul was alive? Remember, listen, you don't need to be around that because it's hard to look to go forward when you're always looking back, especially when when you're saying that the good old days are better than what's... No, no. God is a God of progression, not a God of regression. I'm telling you that greater is coming for you. I'm talking about increase, favor, advancement, acceleration in every area and every aspect of your life. When you hear failure over and over and over and over again, it is going to wear you down. That's why you have to protect your ear gate. Whatever comes through your ears, gets down in your heart. Whatever gets through your eyes, gets down in your heart. And once it's in your heart, it becomes part of you. It shapes your mindset. The the way you think, that's your mindset. And it also shapes your perspective, the way you see life. So that's all critically important. You got it? And then number four, uh, uh, Dr. Ivy Hillier said, last aspect that shapes uh, your values and belief system is your personal experiences, right? So our personal experiences, I believe, make the most impact on our belief system. Mephibosheth, he, he experienced some bad stuff. Now I got it. These were, it was a series of unfortunate events and it happened all at a young age, right? And so then he was kicked out of the palace. Then he was forced to live in an unproductive and uncreative environment. So of course, it's, un- it's understandable why he saw himself as a dead dog. But, and I know this all is a pretty bad picture, but but you have a king, a reigning king, David, who thought about him. You had a a reigning king, David, who was willing to bless him and turn his life around, but in order to receive it. Now, David, there's two people here. David is like, I want to bless you. Mephibosheth has to receive the blessing, right? So Mephibosheth had had to look past his past long enough to see hope for his future. He needed to do two things as I wrap up this, this first section of the message. Mephibosheth needed to recognize the authority of King David and receive the blessing from the throne. Listen, you got to have a a mindset that you recognize the authority of God when he wants to bless you. And you're in a position to receive the blessing, open up your heart to it. So what does this mean for you today? I've already shared a lot, right? I I pretty much already taught the message, but as I close, I'm going to give you four quick nuggets and then we'll wrap this up. So four quick nuggets as I close, you ready? All right. Number one, number one uh, of these four, Look at me. This is I, I say this all the time, but I'm going to say it again because it's important. Don't judge your future by your past. Don't do it. Don't judge your future by your past. We serve a God who specializes in turnarounds. And so I don't care how bad your past was. If you survived it, you're still here and God can use you. Matter of fact, God specializes in using people just like you. All right. Number two, keep your heart open to God's grace. You got to keep your heart open to to God's grace, when God promises to bless you, don't think that you got to do something to earn it or to deserve it, because you don't. All you need to do is recognize the authority of the one who's making the the decree, the promise, and then receive it. Receive it by faith, and, and receive it because it's coming by grace. Mephibosheth almost missed out on his blessing because he couldn't understand why David wanted to bless him. See, sometimes God just wants to bless you because God wants to bless you. Sometimes. It doesn't. And listen, God is not tripping over your mistakes. He's not holding your faults and your flaws and your failures against you. You're the one that's tripping over that. Matter of fact, the Bible says in first John that, that when your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart because he knows all things. He's not condemning you. It's, it's you condemning you. And so, so listen, you got to keep your heart open to receive. God wants to bless you. Oh God, why would you want to do that with me? Because God is good. Oh God, but I haven't been that good. God is not blessing you because you're good. God is blessing you because God is good. Say amen to that. All right, number three do all you can to align your thinking with God. This is why you watch today's word. This is why you open up your Bible. This is why you get the word of God down in your heart, because your mind can be renewed through the word of God. You got to get the word down in your heart to the point because the Bible contains the character, the attributes, and the nature of God. You read the word of God so that you can get to know the God of the word. And when you do that, your mindset is changed so you can think and act like God. So you can know, so that, so that you can know how to think, how to feel, how to make decisions that align with God, his character, his attributes, and his ways, so you can believe what God believes about you, so you can look in the mirror and say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. This is why your mindset is so critical, because if your mindset, your mindset is going to dictate one or two things. It's going to put you in a position to either receive the blessing or reject it, and and sometimes people reject it. They go, no, why would God want to do that with me? Well, because God is good. Stop tripping. Open up your heart to receive God's blessing. Number four. And finally, I'll close with this point. You ready? Last point for today. We serve a God who spends time thinking about us. When I got to this point, oh man, I got so excited. While Mephibosheth was in Lodabar thinking that nobody was thinking about him, his name was in the king's mouth in the palace. His name was being brought up in the palace when he was in Lodabar thinking that nobody was thinking about him. In Psalms 8 and 4, the Bible says that we have a God who is mindful of us. I'm saying that when you think, maybe right now, look at me as I close. Yes, 2020 hasn't been what a lot of us expected it to be. Yes, maybe 2020 was harder than you wanted it to be. Maybe as we're getting to the end of 2020, you're just waiting for a change. You're waiting for a breakthrough. i got it. But we serve a God who is mindful of you. We serve, your name is being brought up in heaven right now. And so because you serve a God who thinks about you, we you serve a God who is thinking about you on a daily basis. He's preparing your next blessing for you. There's a meeting in heaven where your name is being brought up, which is why I keep telling you that greater is coming for you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this prophetically. Speak over your own life. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for your goodness and loving kindness towards me. I have not always done right in your sight. I have not always lined up with your standard. I have not always been light and salt in this world. (laughs) Life has not always been easy. And I have not always had the right mindset. But I'm still here. So you are not through with me. I expand my capacity to believe you to the point where I am ready to receive. You want to bless me because you are good, not because I'm good. You have plans for me and you made those plans from the foundations of the world. So I will not allow my past to dictate my future. I look beyond disappointment, frustration, and pain. I look unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of my faith. I revamp my belief system through your word. I believe what you believe about me. I recognize your authority, and I am open to receive your blessing. I have a bright future because you're the author of it. You spend time thinking about me. You bring up my name in heaven, which is why I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address, and you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Go into this day knowing that your mindset matters. You got to think the way that God thinks. You got to see yourself the way God sees you. You got to believe what God believes about you so that you could be in a position to receive and not to reject God's blessing. Do me a favor, leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. I read every comment and then share this message on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you, and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.